Hello. Well, hey there, Ron. This is Joel. I was just getting ready to kick off the call, unless you'd like to do so. Oh, uh, why don't you go ahead and do it? All right. Well, very good. We've got quite a few folks on the line. Hopefully the sound is working okay. Uh, we'd like to welcome you to the question and answer call. Uh, on this call, we're, we're happy to discuss your deals, take questions in what amounts to an open forum, something that's done monthly here. And uh, as you can hear by the, the sexy voice that was just speaking, we do have the, the distinct pleasure of having Ron with us tonight. And Sexy, huh? <laughs> that, that, that's what I heard. I keep hearing that. I'm not sure I, I've uh, quite acquiesced to that yet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if it makes sense to uh, go through some logistics here, and then uh, maybe I can give you just a little bit of background on me. Everybody knows you. You're the, the godfather of real estate, Big Papa. I know you like it when they call you Big Papa. Okay, well... Before we do that, we ought to make sure everybody understands the little bit of the rules here because you have two types of folks on here, the kind that are members and the kind that aren't of the Gold Club. So we're going to do Q&A. We're going to do some property information sheets, but if you're not a member, you're going to have a hard time getting questions asked. So if you are a member, we'll take questions from you. And uh, you hit star six to get in the queue. You might better get in the queue because that's just what it means. It's a queue, so you uh, stand in line, wait till we get to your questions. Uh, Joel, let's do give him a little bit of your background. In case you guys don't know, this is a guy that did that big $4 million house with me out in uh, Vegas, and um, he's the one that brought the deal and did the deal, and I just advised a little along the way and had a few conversations with the seller, but... Uh, tell them a little bit about what you're doing right now, because it would be probably interesting during this virus thing, what you do. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. Um, in fact, I just, I just got a check for $117,221 uh, that I really wasn't expecting to get, and it's a result of implementing uh, one of your core strategies. And if you'd like, I can detail some of that. Absolutely. But Ron, I I think there is one logistical thing we, we should mention, and that is that the, if, if you're a Gold Club member, you want to make sure you dialed in on the correct line, um, it's particularly if you have a question, because there's a non-Gold Club member line, which I think is sent out in a mass email, and then for folks who want to submit questions, I've been on this call in the past where people have given the feedback that they couldn't get their question in, and the reason for that is you have to use the number that is on the Gold Club site. So you need yes. to log into Gold Club, get the number for, the, for this Q&A, and then you will be able to use the, the controls, the star six, to, to get in the queue. You are Fair. correct. Good, good. So, yeah, I guess, I guess, Ryan, I'll just take a couple minutes here. I know we have some, some prepping information sheets. But, uh, so Joel Sangerman, um, Ron, you know, I've been in your world for a long time. Uh, I used to joke around that, uh, goes all the way back to you having this course on 8-track tapes, but I think you, you reminded me that they were never on 8-track tapes, were they? No, they, were, they started out on cassette tapes, though. <laughs> I do go back that far, and without brown-nosing too much, I, I can honestly say you're, you're the best teacher that I've ever had, the most clear, the most concise, uh, the easiest to listen to. I've had a lot of teachers, college, sports, professional career, um, but really, using the, the system that you teach, Ron, 
the techniques that you and your staff at Global have perfected over the years. I have had the luxury of doing deals like the one you, you spoke about, the, uh, the celebrity house that we had out here in Vegas. But to be fair, I've also done my share of junkers too, my share of, of ugly cockroach infested houses that I don't really want to touch anymore, but there's still a lot of money to be made in those. Yeah. Man, uh, the, the deal a lot of them too. Pardon me? I said I've done a lot of them too. I understand. I've seen pictures of, of uh, quite a lot of them. The, uh, the deal that I just got $117,000 on uh, is you know, what you would call a, a, a pretty house. And I've done lots of deals like that, although they don't always result in that kind of a payday. Um, but you know, I've had the, the privilege of using all the different elements of your, your term system, uh, which means taking over people's debt, it means what we do today to sort of help the seller instead of just take over their debt straight up as a subject to, often we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap around that with, a, with owner financing so that they can show that they have income against that and get another house. Uh, so I've done all those kinds of deals. I've done lease options, I've done sandwiches, we've done acts, even straight up options. Uh, and then of course all these owner finance deals that, that we talk about. So, one of the things that I'd suggest to folks who might be newer to your world, Ron, and something that really resonated with me early on, is that you really aim to create transaction engineers. I love that verbiage, mm -hmm. creating transaction engineers out of, out of the students. Because what it does is it, it, it leaves it up to us to determine what we want to specialize in. It leaves it up to us to pick an area that we prefer, uh, or we can be a generalist and just make deals on, on, on whatever comes our way. And I would just go on to say that one of the things that I really love about this platform and, and, and this system is that we have these kinds of opportunities. Uh, tonight is a night just like we have every, every month to calibrate our understanding, our grasp of this system that does evolve. It's evolved a lot, uh, wouldn't you say, Ron, over the last... I mean, I, I started with your cassette, so I don't know how long ago that was. It had to be in the 90s for me. I mean, yeah. it's evolved quite a lot, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, the techniques have not involved, evolved much. The, some laws have. Uh, some attitudes have. Of course, we learned a lot of things. Now, the, uh, the automation most certainly has evolved. It's like, you know, big time and ch totally changed the business and, to the point to where today we we don't have to even leave your house to do this business if you don't want to. Um, I, I want to because I want to get the hell out of here. To tell you the truth, I've been <laughs> cooped up long enough. But uh, I guess so many I don't know how you want to leave those two lovely dogs of yours <laughs> and the beautiful wife of yours, but yeah, I guess well, that's your uh, business. Beverly can take care of them dogs <laughs> anyway. Well, <laughs> uh, it's so I've got so many people just doing it virtually nowadays right up into the pretty house business where if they don't want you to come into their house, they just send you a video of the inside of their house. And honestly, when you think about it, Joel, and you know this, that as I do, it was almost all virtual to begin with. The only thing that wasn't virtual was the visit to the house, if you think about it. Uh, when I was selling houses, I never showed them. They went out there by themselves. Closings were done electronically, and if they weren't, I wasn't in the closing room. So the, really the only physical thing we did was go to the house. And, and, and frankly, now you, don't, you don't have to even do that. The last few deals no. that I've done, including the one I just mentioned, I never saw the inside of the house. Now I have a little bit of an advantage in that 
I live in, a, in an area in Las Vegas, or at least the houses in an area where almost every house is a cookie cutter. They're yeah. all very new. It makes it even easier to not go to the house. But I did everything via DocuSign, and I did everything via boots on the ground. Yep. Um, and, and frankly, I didn't even see the check. It just got wired into my account. I didn't touch anything. Well, that's the way they do it nowadays. It is. Yeah. So, you know, hey. enough, enough about me. I mean, I'll just go on to say, uh, really, I, 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 great appreciation. Oh, we want to know how you made that money. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you just a little bit more of the backdrop that all in all, I, I've probably done tens of millions of dollars of real estate using your system. So I, I owe you a great deal of appreciation for that. I probably should at some point send in a thank you letter and a testimonial that you can put on the wall. I've actually never done that, if you can believe what? that. I've never done what? that. I, I really you, haven't. You are one <laughs> of our should. mentors, and you've never sent me a testimonial. I've Boy, never I sent you one. I've only told it straight to your face while dining at the restaurant that you sold just in time. I see. Well, this one will be a good, good one to send it in on. Well, so here's what happened. Um, I uh, used your scripts, as, as I usually do, and I called a seller, and the seller was not interested in taking terms. And I put him in the follow-up queue, and I followed up with him month after month after month after month. And then it turned out the news with this seller, who I had a good rapport with, was that he just got his wife pregnant, and... Uh, that was sort of a, a, a one piece of good news. The piece of bad news was he was getting deployed to, to Afghanistan. Mm. He's military. Uh, and he had a tenant in that house that I had uh, talked to him about. That's what he decided to do instead of sell it to me. And that tenant stopped paying him. So now oh, he's got a baby oh. on the way. He's being deployed. He had to deal with a tenant who was a real nefarious character. Um, Without going into great detail on that, I, uh, I took the house subject to, I paid his closing cost. There was a lot of equity in it, probably about, he paid the mortgage down. The value of the property was only at that time about, this was going back about three years ago. It's probably worth about 160 and he owed about maybe 135 on it. But with realtor commissions and everything and the condition of the house, he wasn't going get, to get much, plus the tenant no. wasn't paying. So, so I had to get the tenant out, out there. The, the tenant was on Craigslist renting out rooms. <laughs> so when they went to go evict, the, the uh, constable and then the locksmith told me what was going on in that house. Like I said, I did all this from afar. In fact, I was in Chicago when we actually did this. Where was the house, Vegas? The house is in Vegas, exactly. Uh -huh. so, so they evicted. Uh, they didn't tear the house up that much. We did carpet, painted a little bit. I didn't do work for equity on that one. Um, Pretty much immediately advertising it both on MLS. Um, I do that. I put it on MLS uh, with owner financing terms. I like to get the realtors to call, and then we just pay the realtors the lesser of, a, uh, of 25 or 20% of the down payment or, or the full commission, whichever is less, 2.5% in my case. And I ended up getting a uh, lease option buyer through that who only had $15,000. However, he had a 401k with $70,000 in it. So I was able to get him to, uh, there's a hardship process where you could get uh, money out of that 401k to increase his down payment. So we got his down payment increased to $30,000. They moved into the house and they paid like clockwork for the two-year lease option that I had. 
Uh, they did not do the rental, uh, they did not do the down payment assistance program where they put extra money in. Um, I, the, my payment on that house was about 1000 and he was paying me 1500 So I was making 500 in cash flow on it as well. Nice. So good guy, always paid. Um, he ran into some trouble with his girlfriend and started getting tricky. Kind of, so essentially what happened was after two years, his option was up. Now, yeah, I could have kicked him out. I could have gone and got a, another down payment, you know, uh, basically milk the goose, so to speak, or however you say it, you know, the, the goose that lays the golden egg. I could have got another golden egg. But he was a good guy. I didn't want to kick him out. He was paying the, rent, he was paying the mortgage down. What did I care? Right. So I kept doing that, but then, then things went sideways, and he just wasn't able to make the payment anymore. So, um, so he ended up leaving the house, and... What happened out here in Nevada, so this is not typical, this is why I made so much money on it, even though there was still at least 30 grand of back-end uh, money had I done another lease option and then collected another payment. But these properties in Vegas have appreciated so richly that, frankly, I'm scared. I'm scared that the market could crash again. They've gone up too fast, too quick. And that's yeah. just me. Not everybody has to do that. But I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and sell it. So I put it on the market uh, on the MLS, in about one minute of the house being listed, I get a call from a broker who basically manages um, the, the acquisitions for one of the uh, investment managers. And these investment managers are buying houses out here in Vegas. They've been doing it for 10 years. Uh, and then they, they use them as rentals. So, so I sold that house for, I think it was 265. And I only owed, you know, like 130 or something on it. I had a, a realtor commission, and I think I made some, some other concessions, but uh, the net net of it is I got a, a, a wire in my bank for 117221 bucks. Very and nice. It's all, it's all because I followed up, which most uh, people don't do. Okay, so it took, and it took you three years to get paid? So what? But I was getting 500 a month, yeah. and I collected 30 up front. And I didn't there you go. That in so, so actually you didn't make 117000 You I made, made more. a lot more than that. That's yeah. right. And it's long-term capital gains. Oh, I haven't got to that yet. I've got to figure out a way to reduce, to reduce even those. <laughs> well, you could have just exchanged it, you know, but let's not get on that call here tonight. <laughs> <clears throat> we actually have people with questions, okay? Yep. And now i got some property information sheets here, Joel, but um, for the bad news, half of them, have not called the seller, so there's not a darn thing we can do with them. Guys, when you send these in, if you haven't made the call to the seller and filled out that little box down there in the lower right-hand corner, I'm not sure exactly what you expect us to do with them. Because until you ask the seller the, the million-dollar questions, there's no place to go with these lead sheets. So some of them have been called and some of them haven't, so we're going to deal with the ones who have been called here tonight. So, Joel, if you've got something right with it, let me give you the the facts. And I tell you what, we should start with the operator. Operator, are you there? Operator. We should start with the operator if we have one. I don't know if we do. Uh, but then... How are you going to get questions, Joel? Well, oh, you know what? I have it in Q&A mode, so... Okay. Well, I I, you're in I control, sir. that's the proper sir. mode, though. It, that's the proper mode that I'm in, so... 
the operator should be able to Oh my goodness. Uh oh. So we do have people in the queue. I think I have to just take them maybe I just take them, I think, and put them in. Let me try. The okay. Queue is empty. So this is Well, how about I discuss these things in the order I got them while you're doing that? Uh, okay, here we go. I got uh, actually. You know what? Why don't we take this call here, Ron? Did you want me to take a call? I know how to do it now. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, I see a name that I'm familiar with because I mentored Kareeb uh, a while back. So let's take Kareeb's call here. Hey, Kareeb, is that you? I'm very good, but we can't hear you, sir. Can you hear me now? Yes, yeah. sir. How are you? I'm well, Joe. Thank you. Great. So anyway, you have an information sheet. a whole bunch of people interested in what you have to say. What's going on? Well, I just want to give you an update. Uh, I took your advice from the time that, uh, that I did the mentoring with you, and I went, I went back and reclaimed my license. So I've gone through that process, and now I'm ready to take off like gangbusters. The problem that I had during the time that we were doing the mentoring, I didn't have enough leads coming in. So right now I'm swamped with more than what I can handle. So that's well, my I basic think that's update. Awesome, I, I might just mention that uh, Ron probably doesn't know that I advise his students to get their license for a very good reason. And I, I wonder if Ron would like to hear that reason. <laughs> well, it's kind of too late now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so look, here's why. It's very, very simple. We throw out, out of, out of 100 leads, 50 or 60 no's. And I've tracked this for years, Ron. Those no's all end up listed with some Schmendrick realtor, that, and that should be our listing, either us as a realtor or our spouse. You know my spouse. She, she takes care of those, and, um, or a friend. And it's very, very easy to do. You use the, the line, you know, the, the highest paid profession in the world is to flap your lips. So when you have a no, I don't tell them I'm not their huckleberry. I say, look, if, if you've got to have cash, I appreciate you being transparent. I called you as a buyer. I want to buy it. I'll always want to buy it, but I have to buy it where I can rent it or make you a monthly payment for a period of time. That's not going to work for you. If you're going to sell it for cash, you're going to sell it to a qualified buyer, there's going to be a realtor commission involved. Why? because all buyers perceive realtor services as free. They get driven around in a Cadillac. They get taken to Starbucks. They get taken to lunch. Why in the world would any qualified buyer want to go directly to you when they could have professional representation? So let me ask you this. Are you willing to pay a realtor a commission if they bring a buyer? And almost 100% of them say yes. I'll give them you know, the, the three points. So what I recommend is that if you can get a license, you can, you can then tell that seller that did I just lose everybody here? It looks like I just dropped the call. No, you're on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I explained to the seller that, look, you're, if you're going to deal with a professional that represents the buyer, you're going to want to have representation. And there is absolutely no doubt that if, if, if I get one of my people, you know, I buy a lot of houses. I know all the best realtors in town. Mm-hmm. And if I get one of my people to represent you, you're going to get enough extra money in price because we know the playbook of the buyer's agents. We know what they're going to do in the negotiation. You're going to get a higher price. So as a result, you'll be able to pay the commission right out of that. 
So All why right. don't you... So, so you, you get the point. You get mm-hmm. the point. So to me, if you do that for every single one of your no's, do you seriously think you can't get one in 10 of those no's to allow you to list that property or one of your friends to list it and there can be some kind of you know, way for you to participate in that profit? Yep. It ends up and being a lot of money at the end of the year if you make a high volume of calls like we do over here. And Joel, that's what I, I know you career to do. haven't been to Quick Start School in quite a while, but that's a page right in the manual. In case you forgot. <laughs> well, I must have got it from somewhere. <laughs> and, and I want to tell all you guys, when Joel first started, he sucked on the telephone. I mean, he sucked. Jeez, I've never seen anybody talk too much more than him. But now look at him. He's an ace. So, so Kareem, what can we help you uh, with tonight, sir? Well, I'm I'm just listening in. Uh, I'm pretty much uh, settled. Uh, I just wanted to thank Joe for making that recommendation for me because once I did get back into that system, I was like a fox in a hen house because everything would just fit so well. Uh, I got the uh, commercial certification with uh, Metro Brokers, so I'm looking to do residential and commercial as well as uh, business brokerage. Okay, so, well... Uh, be careful. Sounds to me like you're already chasing too many rabbits, man. There's tons of shiny objects out there. You better think about what's going to make you the most money and not try to be everything to everyone because you're just going to be running around in circles and not making any money. We all can do more than we should do. It's not about making, doing more. It's about making more. That's all I got to yeah, that, tell you on that. That's, yeah. that's, that's good advice. That's good advice, Ron. Uh, uh, the other thing that I did, I had made money with your system in wholesaling. And I, I got on the shiny object trailer with the, with the pretty houses, so I've gone back to wholesaling, and I'm building everything out from there. Okay. I, I, had, I had good success with wholesaling long before I started trying to learn the pretty house business. And most people do, Corey. Most people do. We're just trying to expand your horizons, and this right after Joel just tells you how he made literally $150,000 on a pretty house. <laughs> so there's, there's money in them, too. And the truth is right. you, can't, you can't find the ugly ones without finding the pretty ones and vice versa. At the beginning, Joel said Let's, he wants to be a transaction engineer, and that's all that is somebody who can see opportunity no matter what comes at them and take advantage of it and do you know, a lot, lot less leads to get a lot more deals. So anyway, thank you for sharing that with us tonight. i got a whole bunch of sheets i got to get to here. All right. Uh, well, I appreciate you. All right. In fact, i got to start with um, um, Gilbert Ross, Jr. Uh, he Don't see his name he on here, though. Huh? I don't think I see his name unless he's a wireless caller on here. Um, I mean, as far as being in the queue. Well, he submitted it. Uh, oh, he might not be in the queue. Oh, let me just talk to it. Okay. He submitted me a question. It says the seller has a tenant buyer in the property currently, but they were able to uh, crap. I can't read all of them. Uh, purchase price was agreed to. Tenant buyer is moving out May fifteenth, and want five hundred and ten thousand currently, but. At a family hired handling things for owners, said that this was uh, somewhat negotiable. Comps I found on the MLS are 600 to 625. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tenant buyer 
Oh, he wants to know how to do an axe deal. Well, to tell you the truth, Gilbert, I wouldn't do an axe deal on that Not thing. Not with I mean, that kind of equity sitting there. No way. Are you kidding me? That's the last thing you want to do. You just told us that there's about $100,000 worth of equity in this house. I would bend over backwards to buy this thing, take title to it immediately, totally own it and control it, and depreciate it while that tenant buyer is in there waiting to cash you out. No way I'd do an axe deal. Axe means you're assigning the contract and getting out. That's what Joel and I did out in Vegas. And, you know, we, we only got one check, no residual, no no more paydays, no depreciation, no appreciation, none of that. So you, you want to know how to go about it. The answer is you get a purchase and sale agreement on it. And then you, uh, well, you got to negotiate the term. So if you don't have help on that, you ought to get a mentor. In fact, you got one of the best on the phone tonight, man, because you're going to blow a really good deal here if you don't. Call our office. You can get one with as little as $2,000 down and let them guide you through that. And that's exactly why we have mentors, so you don't lose deals like that. But I'm worried for you. If you've got to ask me how to go about an axe deal, I'm a little concerned that you're going to make a mess of this thing, and there's a lot of money right there at your fingertips. All right, let's take them in order that they're in the queue there. Ron, I'll just make mention of, of one thing that underscores your point, and you'll probably scold me for this, as, as you did years ago, for not closing on that house and taking control in the exact way you just described for Gilbert. Yep. I was afraid of it because it had like a 10000 a month payment on it, and I just didn't want to get in front of that, not knowing what, you know, if we, how long it would take to find a, a luxury buyer. Well, I, I don't remember. What was that, maybe a couple years ago now? God, I don't know. Not that long ago, but look, if you, go, if you go online and look up the address of that house, you know how much that house is for sale for right now? No. $6.7 million. <laughs> and you mean we the one we did? We sold it three something. <laughs> the one we did? Yep. You've got to be kidding me. We sold it for three million three fifty, and it's worth $6 million now? I'm not saying it's worth it. I'm saying it's listed for six point seven. Well, how did you let that happen? I, I, I was I was scared. <laughs> yeah, but that was a sixteen thousand dollar a month payment. That doesn't make anybody's pantyhose pucker up, Joel. Yeah, my pantyhose is pucker up, puckered up something fierce. All right, we'll see who we got in the queue. All right, um, I still just see me, you, and Kareem in the queue. So as you got to hit star six to get in there to ask questions now. Oh, here we go. No, actually, okay, here we go. We're going to take the the, uh, the queue in order, or do you want to look at some of these property information sheets? Because I recognize a well, couple of names. Well, they might be in the queue. So. Yeah, so let me do that. I see uh, Scott Cusack. Are you on with us, hey, Scott? Hey, Joel, Ron, how are you? Yep, I hear you. You got a sheet in here, Scott? I got two sheets, actually. Oh, okay. I'm looking at one of them. Um, in uh, Michigan on uh, Whitman. Yeah, so, Whitman uh, Drive. I, okay. I think that one may be a turd, and I just wanted you guys to kind of give me your thoughts. Um, Maybe a what? A turd. Oh, a turd. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> well, uh, you guys listen now. You're going to have to take notes to get this, but... Scott says there's a 218 first and a 26 second, so that's 244. And it's got a $2,300 payment on it. 
and that includes the HOA. But the problem is, he's asking three sixty for it, and you don't think it's worth more than two seventy. Actually, that was my fault. I, I, throat. That was supposed to be three seventy. Oh, three seventy. He, um, yeah, he just got an appraisal on it and went three seventy, and he's asking three seventy five because he wanted to have some room for negotiation. So I'm assuming he was hoping to get three seventy by right. the end. But however, it's vacant, and it's in excellent shape. Twenty six hundred yep. square foot, brick house, three car garage. An association fee of fifty dollars a month. Now, you called him, and he wants twenty five thousand dollars down. His yeah, payment made twenty two seventy five in three years, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, he needs some equity. Is what he's pushing at. Well, he's pushing at retail price. You can't. You're yeah. not going to mess with his payment because that's what he's paying. Uh, down payment, you can certainly mess with. So, um, oh, and he wants to sell it on a land contract, so he knows what that means, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay, and that's by, and that's the way you do it in Michigan, especially that if you're selling. typical. Yeah. yeah. All right, so what is your question on this? Well, that was the thing, is that uh, I was able to get him down to 25 down, um, but I was wondering if him refinancing, uh, suggesting a refinance for him to uh, cash out, um, he might well, be able to get up. 218, see, he owes 244 now. He ain't going to get a whole lot out of it refinancing. He's only going to get 80%. I figured he might get like an extra, he might be able to pull 50 out if uh, he gets up okay. to And he'd probably wind up with the same payment he's got now with a low interest rate. So, right. but that's yeah. something you can suggest to him, but that, of course, doesn't mean that he wants to do it. So, what's the problem with your deal? He's asking retail price, and he wants twenty-five thousand dollars down. That's the big problem. So, how do you handle that, Joel? Joel, well, you're the buyer. I want you to have a conversation with Scott. Scott's the seller. Okay. Get him. <laughs> Get him. Hey, Scott. So I appreciate that you put some terms together here that um, make sense. It's just that they're at the top of the market, and it's going to make it awfully difficult for me to get it resold and get you cashed out. The ultimate goal, Scott, is for you to get cashed out on this thing, isn't it? It is, but I, I really do need, I do need to pull some cash out. I've I got to get something up front for, to be able to take care of some personal stuff I got to get done. Well, what's the absolute least that would help you get to that point? Because 25k is not getting me too excited. Well, what do you suggest? Well, I suggest you let me go ahead and buy it the way we normally do. We cover your closing costs. I go in and clean the house up just a little bit so we can attract the right buyer, possibly even a qualified buyer, and we get you all your cash as soon as possible. Maybe there's another way you can come up with money to, to, to pay your bills. But if you do that, I'm going to have quite a lot of money in it already. Um, but to put in a, a big old down payment on top of everything I have to do makes it really not something that I'm willing to do. But if you can let me do that, I, look, I've got... 
more buyers right now that are almost qualified than inventory of houses. I, I need an inventory of houses to satisfy the demand of all these buyers out there who are an I being dotted and a T being crossed away from being able to cash out a seller like you at full price, mind you, without realtor commissions and discounts. And I'd like you to put me in that position. That's what I suggest. Come in and close next week. You find a way to pay your bills with, you know, in some other way than this house for now. And let me give well, you all I can't go with, later. I can't go with nothing. I, gotta, I mean, I've got to get something up front. Um, so what's the least you can take? I, the lowest I can go is probably 15000 I mean, that seems reasonable. I mean, it's uh, almost... Uh, you know, almost four hundred thousand dollar house. Well, you're definitely headed in the right direction. <laughs> Sounds that. familiar. <laughs> hey, so look, this look, Tony Scott. <laughs> look, Scott, Scott. Okay. Let's yep. do this. Okay, let's let's write this up. Like I said, I've got more buyers than inventory particularly now with everything that's going on with COVID-19. We've got people with my lenders right now who already have houses under contract that they're now not going to be able to buy because they lost their job, but they still want a beautiful place to live like your house. Let's go ahead and write it up with your terms. I'm going to take it out to my, my population of buyers, maybe even market for some new ones. And let me see what the market says here. I might be wrong. Maybe you're not top of the market. And if I can beat these terms, then I'll go ahead and close at your terms. If I get a buyer that appears with a little bit different twist on this, I'll talk to you about it and it'll be your decision. But that's going to be the best course forward to get this thing sold and get it sold where you can get the most money out of it. So you're going to try to shoot for 15 up front for me? I'm going to shoot for that. We're going to write it up that way and we're going to see what the market says. Fair enough? All right. That sounds good. All right, let's let's meet okay. at the house, and if you like me and and I like the house, then we're in business. All right, that sounds great. That, that's a good job. That, that, Point yeah. is, Scott, you got to just call the guy and tell it like it is. And um, me, I'm going to tell him I'm not going to pay his price because it's top, top, top. And I'm, you know, there's no way I'm going to go visit the house till they get me come off that price. Um, as far as the down payment, um, you guys did good. But I, fr frankly, I'd be thrilled to pay fifteen thousand dollars down. No, I'm mean. I'm going to try to get it down to nothing. But uh, I'd be thrilled to pay it on a four hundred thousand dollar house if I have to, because I know we're going to get back forty, fifty grand. Well, so, he's got he's got a lot of equity in this house. What would you? What would be your goal? The, the number in the back of your head for? Yeah, don't you don't have that, much equity. That's the problem. They already well, not. I mean, he does. I mean, he's got a lot of room. Um, yeah, well, but I think what. Joel just alluded to for you is that there's the deal left of the deal. Okay. He's got a lot of equity, but it doesn't really matter until you get somebody about ready to pay you off, does it? Well, that's true. Yep. Well, that's okay. when you go back and get him to discount some of that equity so you get the back end anyway. You just didn't get it on sure. the front until you renegotiate it when you're about ready to cash somebody out. Gotcha. Yep. Makes sense? Um, but yep, in the meantime, in the meantime... If I, you know, if I put out 15 and I get back 30, have I done all right? Yeah. What do you think this thing would rent for on a lease option? The uh, thing is, I looked at the whole area on anything I could find, and um, let's see, this is one. 
I found that uh, where is that at? Oh goodness, I think. I, oh yeah, uh, one house I found that's actually going in that whole district of Macomb County in that area is like twenty three hundred bucks, and the home hasn't filled yet. But uh, and also Zillow's got its number in there, saying sixteen hundred dollars, which I know is not going to happen. Well, you but, can't believe anything um, you read on Zillow, so. Uh, you would yeah, if you have a monthly cash flow would be very small. However, you got a hundred and fifty dollar a month. Is that fifty or hundred and fifty? Fifty dollars a month association dues that I pass on to the tenant now. Even though I pay them, I collect them from the tenant. So you collect that as part of rent. Then, or? I'm gonna get him down some in the price. Or personally, I'm not gonna buy it, but I don't have to steal it. As far as the down payment goes, when he says he'll take fifteen thousand, I'm, I'm going to go see the house because remember, when I get to the house, we can continue this negotiation process, and it's a lot easier when you're face to face if they'll let you in. Now, in case this right. case though, it's vacant, isn't it? Yeah. But still, he lives in the same you. neighborhood, though. He's yeah. just down the right. street, apparently, but another well, house. That's the kind of deal you're going to have to make your own decision on. Let's get to your next one here. We're getting out of time here. This one is yeah. on uh, Farmington Hills. Yeah. It was one seventy. Wants two fifty five, and you think it's worth two sixty five? Sixteen thirty payment. It's one of our gold club leads, and they said yes. Uh, needs some work though, doesn't it? Yeah, he's got some uh, uh, pool problems and a fence that's kind of falling apart. Um, it's kind of abandoned. It's uh, now that's a lever to use against him though. Get his price down. And in your case, he wants twenty thousand dollars down. He'll pay the sixteen thirty a month is good, and uh, yeah. two to three years, and it's a two yeah. quarter million dollar house, right? Okay, that's right. Ready? Now it's my turn. I'm the buyer. You're the seller. You ready? All right, let's do it. Okay, Scott. Listen, um, we're very close, but we still got a few things we have to discuss, and if we can agree on them. I can close this thing next week if you want to, and then you can move out when you're ready. And by the way, when I buy, you don't have to be out the day I, the day I close. And in fact, if you want to leave furniture in the house, I'm okay with that as well. So uh, good news is there's no commission. There's no closing costs because I pay both of them. There's no, not going to be anybody coming out and inspecting your house or appraising your house. This is going to be the fastest and the easiest sale that you will ever make. The bad news is I can't pay you the 255 you're asking because that is 100% of the value, and frankly, there's no way for me to make any kind of money at all. Now, I don't need to steal your house, but I am going to have to have some concessions off of that price to to gain my interest. So if we can agree on the rest of the terms, what is the least you can take for the house, especially since it needs some work, as you stated? Well, I, I, I'm not really sure what, what that repair is going to cost because uh, if you look at my notes, I recommended you either get it filled or just remove it altogether. But well, repairs, I don't know what that actually costs. I don't but. either, but it doesn't matter because I'm doing them at my expense anyway. But the point is I have to do them. And uh, even without the repairs, I'd want some concession on that price. So you tell me what's the best you can do on the price. Well, Considering with those repairs that I think they might be, um, about uh, 245 Well, you are going in the right direction, but listen, if you listed with a realtor, 
Wouldn't they? Wouldn't that cost you about twenty grand? Uh, yes. Yeah, it might, but that's why I'm trying to do it myself. Uh, well, you're doing it yourself, and uh, you'll net more money my way than any other way. But and won't you even pay uh, your shared closing costs? And you yeah. know you can't sell it till you fix that stuff in the backyard anyway. You don't need to do any of that with me. But I can't pay you top retail price. So tell me what's the least you could take. You say two forty five. What about two thirty? How about you meet me in the middle at two thirty five? That sound good? <laughs> two thirty one and we got a deal. Two thirty one. Two thirty one. All right. You're still going to give me my 20 down then, right? Nope, nope. I'm not going to give you your 20 down. I might be able to give you some down. I'll know more when you send me some, a video of the house. Or if you want, I'll come out and take a look at it. Which would you prefer? Because you're living in it, right? Come out. Come All right, out. just come out. And I'll tell you what. I know, we'll know before I leave what I can give you down, but I can tell you before I come, it won't be 20000 So do you okay. want me to come? Yeah, I do. All right. Okay. Well, uh, are you married? Yes, I am. Yeah, All right. I'll, I need both of you there when I come, okay? All right. That'll All work. Right. Now, Scott, one more question. If I come out and take a look yep. at your house now, and we agree on the numbers, are you ready to sell your house and get some paperwork done while I'm there? I am, but, you know, I'm just thinking about this down payment. I'm worried because I'm moving to Canada, and I need a decent down payment for that new house, Ron. Well, tell me what's the least you could take right now before I come. Oh, I thought 20 was reasonable, but, I mean, would you do 15? Well, I usually buy with nothing down. How close to nothing can you get? I don't know. I've got to figure this out once I get up there because i got to know if i got some money to actually put down. Otherwise, I'm going to be sticking out some mm-hmm. probably worse situation than I'm dealing with now. So you're telling me then you have to have money out of this house or you can't sell this house? Well, i got to have you know, a little something. I mean, All right. Well, listen, have you considered refinancing it? Literally, uh, you can have your money in less than 30 days. They don't even do an appraisal anymore. And you can probably get up to 80% of whatever it appraises for, which will give you probably more than 20 grand. And you're willing to take it? As soon as you close it, I'll I'll take it over and uh, take care of it until it's cashed out and paid off. All right. I'll look into that then. All right. See how much money I can get out. That might might work. Do you want me to come out and take a look now, or do you want to check on that first? I uh, I want you to come out. Well... I don't want to come out, Scott, until you tell me you're ready to sell. I got a whole yeah, stack of folks here that are ready to sell. I'm ready to sell. All right. Let's so we'll make it. an appointment. Okay. Enough on that. I browbeat you enough. All right. So you getting the gist <laughs> of that? I do. I, I did you notice? It. You, I asked, all I did was ask you questions, and you made me an offer. Yeah, I am. Um, okay. I just bought your uh, Mastering the Phone course, and I learned a ton from that. Yeah. That's what I'm uh, trying to use a lot of verbiage from that, but, yeah. It's great. 
Um, you guys that are listening, if you haven't uh, gotten my Mastering the Phone course, you ought to call the office. Maybe you can get them to give you the convention summit price we just did because it was incredibly cheap. All right. Okay, well, thank you, Scott. I'm going to get moving on here. It's all right. Appreciate it, Ron. Thank you. Thanks, Joel. Joel, what else? Who's else in the queue? Yep, I'm looking to see if anyone else in the queue has a sheet. Um, well, bring them on with their questions anyway. All righty. Let's go to Jose. Jose? Okay. I don't have one. Yes, I'm here. All right, Jose. Where do you live, Jose? I live in uh, Linden, New Jersey. Okay. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I've been listening. I have a simple question just so, for me to get uh, some understanding and some of the terminology you use. I've been watching some, I mean, not watching, but, uh, yeah, watching some of your uh, videos and YouTube videos on, 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 on the uh, terms and uh, on the term strategy, yes. and you use terminology like lease purchase and lease option. Same thing. I want to get better. On the, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was. I was. Uh, I thought yeah. was, I wasn't too sure. Okay. Well, the, uh, like I said, simple question. That's all I have. All right. You're easy. Yes. <laughs> okay. I got a sheet from a Sheila uh, Pan, Panday. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Sheila, you on the phone? You see her in the queue? I don't. Okay. Unless she's a wireless caller, I, I could. Because they, those ones just say wireless caller. They don't have a name associated with it. All right. Well, um, so do you have any other folks in the queue? I've got a lot of people in the queue. I got 14 people in the queue, but uh, well, let's they don't go. appear to be the ones let's with get the them sheet. one at a time. Knock them out. Knock them out. Okay, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bliven. Tell me where you're from now when you come on. Where are you from, Jeffrey? Sarasota area, Ron. All righty. It's on your mind tonight. I just want to know, when I'm making my initial calls to get my three questions answered, mm -hmm. how long should that really take me? Because I think I'm taking a little bit too long doing it. Oh, I guarantee you you are. Probably less Take time than it took Joel when he started, though. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably less time than it still takes me today. <laughs> well, actually, I just made a call. How long did it take me? I don't know. It wasn't timing it. But that was about No, he was, he was arguing with you, so I don't know. We count that? Well, that's okay. Sometimes, you know, he not wasn't arguing with me. He just had some concerns he wanted me to address, and I did. And... Um, by the way, who did it sound like was in control of that call? Definitely sounded like you were in control of, well, of the call. Well, I'm going to tell you now. And I like listen, that idea. And Joel will tell you the same thing. You've only got two keys to this thing. And if you crack them, man, you've you got more than you can do. And that is mastering that call and visiting the house. And now you don't have to even visit the house. So you just got to master the call. Now that sounds easy. Okay, there's only three questions, right? Well, A, that's not true because most of them are going to be the no script, and you've got to go down and list all the benefits. You heard me list some of them, not all of yeah. them. Uh, but it's how you handle the call. It's even the tone of your voice. Do you sound like you know what you're talking about, or are you begging? And begging is the number one biggest mistake folks make, and they don't even know they're doing it. They don't feel like they're begging, but they're begging. And if you talk too much, you're begging. Start doing seminars. You're begging. So the only way you're going to fix this is to record your calls. And I would suggest you record practice calls before you waste perfectly good leads. 
Record some practice calls with somebody across the table or even on another end of the phone and play them back. You will be shocked how fast you will improve if you'll do that because you will pick up your mistakes very quickly and then work to correct them. And that's the only way you're going to do it. You cannot hear your mistakes while you're talking. I did notice one big difference uh, from my tendencies versus yours. And I think I follow suit with just about anybody else that's new to this, is we want to make that deal so we're willing to make yes. some sort of concession as yes. we're going along. Yes. Where I notice that you, you're not making the concessions. You're just saying, this is the way it is. You want me to come over? This is the way yeah. it's going to be. Kind of. You know, I do make concessions, but I'm not. See, I can look at the sheet and tell where my problem areas are. It's either the price or it's the down or it's the term. I don't even mention the term, to tell you the truth. I wait till I get to the house and do that. Um, in fact, if I'm at the house, I don't even mention it until we get to the contract, unless they bring it up first. But you're right. I look at the problem areas, and I tell them before I go any further, this is a problem. Do you think we can fix it or not? And 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 I want to make sure that they're ready to sell before I go to the house. You heard you heard that with Scott, and I'm not I'm exactly the way I do it. I mean I'm not going out to that house unless I really do believe I can buy it. But no, this is way I do not need every answer to my liking to go. When a man is saying he'll take fifteen thousand dollars to sell me a three hundred thousand dollar house, I got all I need to go. Figure out the rest when you get there. Well, it's always easier if you're face-to-face or if they know you've seen the house. See, I'm just talking to somebody on the phone that knows I haven't even been to the house. Right. Once I've been, they know I've seen it, and uh, they're more confident in what we're discussing. But it's just practice. But you're right. I would believe, I would believe the ability to build rapport quickly would be an extreme asset here. It is. Uh, Joel's really good at that. He's better than me at that. Uh, I'll build rapport when I see an opening, but I'm telling you it's going to be very short when measured in seconds, not nine minutes. <laughs> but remember, all I did was ask questions, and that's the thing. It takes some practice. Just ask questions and let them answer them. i got to be honest. I actually want to listen to that again. I hope it's recorded and we can listen to it. I think it is. I think all of these go up on the Go Club site. Beautiful. Okay, well, let's get somebody else next. Have a good one. Thanks. Thanks, Jeffrey. And uh, lucky us, we do have Sheila. Uh, we have a sheet on Sheila, and I'm gonna I'll bring her on. Okay. Can, do you have the numbers? I can hear you. Hold on. All right. You read them, because I've already closed the book on Sheila. Let's make sure we have Sheila here. Sheila. Can't hear you, hon. You got to get on the phone, not the speaker. She's still doing it. She may not okay. know. I'm still waiting. Sheila, you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, okay. Uh, Hello. Read her numbers out for me. What state yep. is she in? So we're looking at, yeah, Sheila, Sheila, you are in Georgia, correct? No, actually, I'm in Florida, but the property is in Georgia. Okay, that's what he meant. Yep. Yeah, we okay. Got an asking price of 250 uh, the view is that it'll appraise. No, the asking price is two ten. Ah. They, uh, yeah, and they only owe one forty four. It's vacant. It's a property they took, they bought, but they the sister left, and now she's left with two mortgages. What's the payment? Um, 
The payment is 1015 and the HOA is 308 Okay. Good condition? Very good condition. No okay. work needed at all. It's a very nice area, too. All right. So she wants 210 She owes 144 It's vacant. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I got yeah. her at zero down. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> so uh, what's the question? And if that's the case, it sounds like you've got the thing pretty well negotiated. Did you say it was worth 250 No, 210 No, that's what she's asking. What is it no, worth? no, no. It, yeah, it's worth $250. Sorry. No, I would, I would still like to say $210. She's asking full price, and she's very flexible on it. She's, she's willing to you know, negotiate that, too. Now, Sheila. Yes. I, I got to get a straight answer. You mentioned two fifty. Now you say two ten. Which is it? What's the R? No, he said two fifty. It's two ten. It is two ten. So she's asking one hundred percent of the value. Right, but she's very right. willing to come down. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I'd do in case like that because yes. I know she's a distressed seller. I know she yes. needs to sell. Why don't you just yes. go in and offer her ten thousand dollars cash to mortgage? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. I'll give you ten thousand. I'll pay your closing costs. I'll take over your debt, and you forget about the house. Oh, I can try that. Okay. And I'll close next week. That's right. What's the worst can happen, Sheila? She can say no, or she'll negotiate. She right. will negotiate. That's right. Yep. She can say no. So you better have plan two ready if she says no. Okay. Huh? Now the other question I had on this one is: she had listed it with the realtor, which expires tomorrow. And I keep telling her to go back and get a relief because it had a 90-day thing from the time they signed. Uh, all right. Uh, 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 all she needs. Well, first mm -hmm. of all, you guys should come to an agreement first because it doesn't matter if you don't, right? Yeah. Okay. If you come so, to okay. an agreement, then all she needs to do is get the realtor to email her that they will release it, and that's all we need. You're going to need that in your file. And you okay. know better than to talk to the realtor yourself, right? Me. Mm. Don't should you I or should you? Don't you talk to that realtor? There's no way they're going to release okay. this. Okay. Okay. That's our right. job. All right, but I, okay. I, if it's only worth two ten, and I don't know mm -hmm. why, Sheila, but I don't believe you. I think it's worth more than okay. two ten, and you're very conservative. Am I right? Probably yes. Okay. Yes. Well, okay. When I say what's the ARP, I mean what is the ARP? What is the after-repaired <laughs> value you can prove with comps on Real Estate ABC or on Zillow? Okay. So here's the problem. If it's only worth 210 yeah. and you're giving her 210 there's only so much you can raise the price, so there's only so much money you're going to be able to make. Right. So I, if it's worth 210 I'm not giving her 210 Okay. So yeah, I, I can... Yeah. I'd rather give up ten grand and buy it for 154 if she'll take it. And if she don't want it, I'll go ahead and just get the 210 down as far as I can go and still buy it with nothing down and then discount it later. Okay. Sounds That's good. That's it. Okay. okay. And I... And I have another one that's a little more important, too. It's 600000 right. I don't know if you have it. Well, let's do it quickly. Okay. I don't Thank have it. Thank you so no. much. I, I, oh, have I don't it. have it. No? I do. Oh. Okay. All right, Joel, okay. what's your ARV? The ARV isn't listed, uh, but the asking price is 600000 Okay, now you're talking. But you don't know the ARV, yes. Sheila? I don't know the ARV. This just fell into my lap, and, and the person is very desperate. They were in a car accident, so they need to move. He only owes 125 
and he's oh, willing to return just so he can go. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yes. Uh, you do need to find out what the RV is, but you got. Do you, did you talk what terms? Um, I no, because he his wife something happened. He had to leave, and he said, "Call okay. me back later." So well, the call was coming up. So I wanted you to have it. If what you're telling yes. me is true, you need to get back on the phone and get out to that house and get it negotiated. Okay. And before um, you go, before you go, you should have an idea what that ARV is. Okay. I okay. will get the ARV as soon as I get off the call. And then I um, want all of you to remember something. Yes. We need to get a contract as quick as we can. Before okay. we close, we can always go back and change the contract. True. But if we don't get a contract, we got nothing. And somebody else going to okay. buy that house. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you have to get a contract for whatever price, now you go. Let, and on this in this particular house, I'm telling you right now, I'd get it appraised before you bought it. So if it okay. comes back way below that, you just go back and say, hey, here's the facts. I spent the money. I can't pay you, and I'm not going to pay you the appraised price, so here's what I can pay you. And, okay. and let them decide, because in their heads, they already got it sold anyway. Right, right. Okay. All right. I, I will call him right after, the, after like our a, call. Thank you, Ron. You know, Thank you, you know so what much. that sounds like to me, Sheila? It sounds like at least a six-figure profit deal. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, it does. Now think of what that's going to get you per month, and think of what that's going to get you. And they got a very low payment. you got a chance mm-hmm. right here to get a $3,000 month positive cash flow off of one So don't open yeah. your mouth now and ask them what do you want <laughs> per month. You say, okay. I, I guess you're okay if I make your payment till you get paid off, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Be careful of okay. your words. All right. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, Ron. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Joel, while well, you're bringing on the next one. Yes. I'm wondering if everybody on this call knows that I'm going to do my very first virtual quick start school starting Wednesday. This Wednesday, day after tomorrow. Uh, guys, in case you don't know, literally I'm doing the quick start school online so you don't have to leave. Everything but the bus uh, bus tour. And I start Wednesday at 9 a.m. sharp, Eastern Standard Time. And you still got time to get in it uh, by calling the office. And it's uh, we got a really good deal for you as well. And plus you can use Gold Club points uh, for up to half of the remaining balance after we discounted the crap out of it for the summit. So uh, tell me you want the summit deal. And we're going to do deal structuring in the whole works, uh, just like we do in the real live event. So... This is your first and only time to get in on this virtual thing. All right, who we got, Joel? Ahmed? Ahmed, you with us? Uh, guys, if you muted yourself out now, you got to mute yourself back in. Hello, Joel and Mr. Ron. How are you guys doing? Uh, good, good. Where are you from? Well, wonderful. This is Ahmed from Indiana. Okay. What's on your mind tonight? Sir, I have a question. This happened to me uh, twice recently in the last uh, week or so, and I'm trying to kind of right. get some right. coaching on how to handle this. All right. Are you quite away from the phone because you're weak? I'm sorry. How about now? That's much better. Excellent. So this By happened way, to me just, twice. Just sorry, to Joel, level go ahead. that, we've got like 11 people in the queue, so we probably shouldn't put any more people in the queue. Yeah, don't don't get in the queue if you're not in it. 
Okay, I'll try to make this really quick. Uh, again, uh, this happened to me recently twice, and I kind of I lost two deals over, and I'm kind of hoping to get some coaching on how to move forward and not have the same problem happen to me again. Right. Talking to a, uh, a seller about a pretty house deal, things are going well, million dollar script went well, get to the appointment script, and I say, okay, the last question I have is, if I come to your house and I like what I see and we agree in the details, are you ready to make a decision now and get some paperwork done while I'm there? <clears throat> And both sellers says, uh, no, not quite just yet. I need to make sure I can get a loan for my next house before I sell you this one since the mortgage is staying in my name. Seems like a uh -huh. reasonable course of action on their part. Uh -huh. But then well, both sellers went out to – I'm sorry, go ahead, sir. Well, frankly, I very seldom ever hear that. But if I did, I would say, well, listen, that's good, but I, no reason for me to come until I know you're ready to sell. And then that's where you yeah, follow yeah, another, up, like yeah, Joel was telling you. Yes, and I never went to the house, and I did actually schedule a follow-up. But when I called both sellers back, their responses were where we called a couple of different banks, and they didn't know what the hell we were talking about, and they told us no. So my question is this. Is there some kind of verbiage that we can coach these folks on yeah. so they don't call the bank and mess it up, and then they ruin the deal for us? Yeah, there is. Frankly, you just tell them, listen, all you've got to do is call the bank, see if you qualify for a loan. Because <laughs> that's all they got to do. How they're selling their house won't matter if they're selling it on a wrap, a wraparound, because you'll, they'll be able to show that they got the income to wash out the debt. Now, they may not be able to qualify right away, but with seasoning, they will. But we tend to complicate these things, and then they complicate them, and they go flapping off to the bank, and, and frankly, who knows what they say. But uh, you're never going to get the bank to say, yeah, it's okay if you leave that loan in your own name. We don't mind. We don't mind that due on sale clause in there. So you've you got to coach them not to just call the bank and ask them if they can qualify and forget telling them how you're selling this house. Excellent. Okay, so that's exactly where my problem was. We went in a big discussion about, you know, you're going to be able to show that there's some income coming in to overset yep. the cost of this mortgage and the whole, it was a mess. Yeah, well, they screwed it up when they called the bank, though. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Ryan. Joel, thank you for being here. Okay, and one other thing. You know, you can always tell them, well, listen, why don't we come out and get an agreement, and I'll make it subject to you being able to refinance. And then you'll know you got a buyer. Oh, nice. Makes sense? Okay, I think I know what you're saying, but I'm new, so I'm wrapping my mind around it. Well, I'm saying I just told you earlier, well, let me know when you're ready for me to come because I'm not going to come to you ready to sell. Mm -hmm. But if you want to, you can not say that. You can say, well, let me come on out. We get an agreement. We'll get an agreement, but it'll be subject to you getting that loan so you don't have to worry about being forced to sell if you don't get a, buy another house. So basically a clause saying that they'll be if they don't get a loan for their next house, then this is, not, this is going to be a void Correct. contract. Excellent. Thank you so much. Great help. Thank you, Mr. Ron. You're welcome. You know, if you really want the house, too, it sounds like Ahmed really wanted it. I tend to push the idea of not going and getting a new loan and getting in that situation again, and that with all that money they're going to save by me taking over the payment, they can go rent probably a much better house. And would they like me to send them a few listings that they could get for the same amount that they're paying now on a lesser house? I'm going yes. to try to call them again. I mean, there's, they're giving me almost 70000 of equity in this house. They just, yeah. they, just want to, they just want to move. Got to follow up with them. You'll get them. And another yes, one, sir. let's say they don't want to transfer ownership of the house. Well, then offer to lease purchase it from them. 
instead, and then they can use that. And when they go to the bank, the bank will give them credit for 75% of that rent uh, to wash out their debt ratio. And then once they close the loan, you can buy it with owner financing. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Once again, thank you so much, and I appreciate the advice. All right, man. Thanks, Ahmed. Let's move on to Tony. Tony Walker. Oh, go ahead, Ron. Tony's on, though. Go ahead, Tony. Where are you from? Looks like he's from Michigan by the area code, but I don't know if he can hear. It's too cold already there. Tony, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, yeah, I'm, uh, my name is Michael. I'm from California, from Los Angeles. Well, was golly, close. that wasn't even close, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, so, uh, Ron, first of all, I want to say it's an honor to be on the call with you. I really appreciate um, well, all you. that well, you did. Thank you. we're getting a lot of interference here from somewhere. Are you on a, uh, a phone, You on a handheld phone? Uh, are you on a speaker? I'm on my, I'm on my regular cell. Tony, it, looks, it sounds like maybe you're on both the computer and on your cell. One of those has to go on mute, and the speaker has to be t- put down. No, no, I'm not on a computer. No? Okay. Well, okay, we're just getting some feedback from someplace. All right, go ahead. Okay. Okay, so I'm working on a deal right now. Um, the R is 329 to 339. Um, okay. the, uh, they're, they're asking 310. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a first mortgage um, of 180000 Mm-hmm. With, with the um, uh, monthly payment of five, uh, excuse me, fifteen sixty, mm-hmm. but then, but then the husband at the last minute let me know that they had taken out a second, so it raised that payment from fifteen sixty to two thousand, which I think is right around what it, what it would rent for. Mm-hmm. But the wife did say that she might be willing to eat that that uh, second mortgage monthly payment. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, and and um, uh, uh, ten thousand down, and uh, three year term. Okay. So, okay, so I want to I want to know what what what's my play on this? All right, what was the ARV again? Uh, three twenty nine to three thirty nine. Anyone? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, you they just gave you the ammunition to get them way down on price. And I'm, I want you to get that price down before I worry about that payment. See, you're going to accept their payment as long as they give you a much bigger discount on price, and that's exactly how it's presented to them. Wow. Okay. You know, your payment's too high. I don't want you to come out of pocket to pay it. But on the other hand, I've got to have a much lower price. So what is the lowest you can go if I take this payment, all of it, off your back and get you closed wow. next week and pay your closing costs? And save you a commission. And now, whatever they tell you, Michael, what's your next question? Is that the best you can do? That is correct. Right on. Okay? <laughs> and, and you got to badger them all the way down and say, listen, we're this close, but you, you're heading in the right direction, but we got a ways to go yet. And okay, so... What, what, would you, uh, what, would you, um, what would you sell it for? Uh, the Arvid well, 329. I mean, what would I buy it for? I think you can no. get them down to 275 on the purchase price. 
No, no, I, no. I mean, what would you, what would you I turn the exit strategy? You, oh, okay. I heard you one at a time. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so whatever you get it down to, now you want to know what to sell it for. If it's worth three twenty nine, I don't know. Probably three forty nine. Okay. I assume it's a nice house in a nice neighborhood, right? Yeah, four bedroom, three bath, twenty five hundred square feet. Oh my goodness gracious! Vacant. Are you sure, it's only worth three twenty nine. Yes, and uh, it's in like Apple Valley, California, like out by Victorville in the high desert. I got my dog from Apple Valley. And I just uh, turned down a project in Victorville. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so um, I think you're lowering your comps. I think you ought to check it, to tell you the truth. But uh, the, the 349 based on what you're telling me, and I'm telling you right now, I'd leave it vacant before I took less than $30,000 down. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so, so the second question, really fast, is how how do I write up a wrap on this uh, purchase and sales agreement? I haven't done oh, a deal man. before. Have you? Uh, too, you been to Quick Start? I, I I haven't been yet, and I don't I don't have the money to go to this one that's coming up this soon. Well, we finance them, you know. Okay. So should I? I need to what call the office and see what yeah. I need to do because I really do want to get in that one. Yeah. Now, um, the quick start, I, I, I go through the contracts, and, I, and, and in the manual is the language you need. Your biggest problem is going to be paragraph 2B. That's where right. you have to tell the lawyer the terms of the wrap. But, frankly, if you study it, it's pretty much self-explanatory, but there's a couple clauses that I that I have in my manual that you can add in there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, thanks, Ron. All right. All right, Joel, you're getting the next one. All right. I don't want you to fall asleep on me. <laughs> uh, I don't have the name, uh, but we're in Hamilton, Ohio right now. Yes, hi. My name is Kay. Okay. Kay. And I have a question about the 1031 exchange. Um, I know, Ron, you said it should be... Um, Let's see, not, you can't flip a house with that. It must, you know, can't be anything you hold for a short period of time. So I went on the IRS website, and I'm, it's not clear. Do you have to keep the house for one or two years? Do you no, have any? Um, there is no clarity. That's a problem with the IRS. What mm -hmm. is their clarity on? Exactly. Um, no, it's just a matter of what do they think you're a, an investor or a short-term uh, dealer. And uh, there, there is no length of time. But if there's a pattern of you buying and then selling quickly and exchanging, they, you know, that won't fly if they if they audit you. So uh, say you have I have been audited risk. before, and I I was fine. I I won the audit or whatever you call it, but uh -huh. I don't want to go through it again. So what do you suggest? What would you do in this in a normal case? What is case? your intent? Are you are you going to do one quickly? Um, sometimes I do. I've also um, sometimes I hold. Well, I'll tell you what I'd do, just to back my case up. I'd put it on the market for about 30 days on the lease purchase. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> you know, does that not establish a pattern that you were trying to put a tenant in it? Oh, yes. Okay, so save the ads. <laughs> and along the way, somebody might come down and give you a big old whopping deposit. So then you're better off because you're better off doing at least purchasing cash out anyway for for a while. But if you're going to exchange it, I mean, it doesn't matter. But uh, you just establish a pattern that you're an investor. 
That's all I can advise you to do. But you know I'm not your CPA, right? Oh, oh, I know, exactly. But nobody knows this stuff better than you. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent because yeah. I was bewildered on that, and I'm fascinated with the whole 1031 well, change thing. I wouldn't be able to live with myself tonight if you left this call bewildered. <laughs> Oh, that's excellent. You, you, Thank you. I've been racking my brain, and you came up with, I think, the best I've heard. You know, like right. you said, lease purchase at 30 days, and it shows a pattern and keep the ads. I love it. Yeah. Okay. You might find your tenant buyer, too. All right. Let's get somebody else on here. Thank we're you. Probably running around out of time because we're going to be done at 830 regardless, Joel. All right. Well, uh, I found Lawrence Carey, who submitted a sheet. I don't know if Lawrence called the seller. It doesn't look like it, so I'm not sure there's much we can do, but we can at least take your question if you're on with us, Lawrence. Lawrence, are you there? Lawrence? Going once? Ron, you're a better auctioneer than me. Hey, evil right now, what are you going to get for him? <laughs> All right, I think that's final. Let's go on to Ringwood, New Jersey. Ringwood, New Jersey? Mr. Auctioner? Ringwood, New Jersey, are you there? Come in, please. Yes, not. I'm not from Ringwood. Do you hear me? Oh, yeah. I, that's what that's what that's what it says in my queue. I apologize for that, but in the queue, it it just has your name as Ringwood, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, this is Gilbert. I was on the call earlier uh, when you <laughs> pulled up my thing, but for whatever reason, I couldn't get through. But uh, I don't know if it's okay to. Oh, talk. Got a question? Well, I had submitted a lead sheet the first time that you went over. You fire in there, Ron. Did you call the seller? Yeah, I spoke to, well, they have the woman handling uh, things for the seller. They're, they, they, she's a family friend or something like that. Uh-huh. So I, I made a mistake in the wording on it. They they don't want to do terms because they do. They did a tenant buyer, and the tenant buyer didn't perform. Uh huh. So that's why I had asked about the acts part of it, and because of what. Oh, that was that big house. Uh, so, no, the act ain't going to be any different. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, they still won't don't want to do a tenant buyer, but you just got to convince them different or not. Because if they don't want to do a tenant's buyer, then they're not going to do it for your buyer. So actually, right, that's work. what that's asking about. Yeah. But uh, I don't yeah, want, I you know, they say they were burnt by a tenant. Why are you trying to be a tenant? Uh, if you were listening earlier, we want you to buy the house. And I'm guessing you haven't been to Quick Start School, have you? Yeah, I've been, uh, I went to the one in Cherry Hill. Okay. Then I'm guessing you didn't get a mentor, did you? No. Well, you see, a mentor would take that deal and make it fly, and then if you needed money, we could get you the money to do it as well. Because that's the kind of deal we want to do. Because I'm telling you, there's six figures in that deal somewhere, but you're you're going to blow if you don't get a mentor. Am I right, Joel? How many deals did you think you blew before you got a mentor? <laughs> I don't have enough toes and fingers to count. Yeah, well... You got you you got what it sounds like a good one there. It's just a matter of convincing them that they want to sell it. We don't want to lease it from you. We want to buy it from you. Then you don't have to worry about us performing. Right. They do want to sell it, but they just don't want to sell it with, uh, you know, with time to wait for the cash out. 
then they can refinance it. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. That I could bring that up to the lady, try to re- yeah, because he said it was free and clear on the sheet. Mm-hmm. I have to double check. They can that. refinance it for whatever cash they want out of it, and the payment okay, will be I'll very reasonable. Yeah, I'll try to reach out to her tomorrow and see if that'll be a possibility. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's go okay. to uh, John Brown. John Brown from where? Benson, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, okay. What's up, John? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm just starting doing this, um, and I got like four or five leads, but the houses are. The house, like the one house in um, Philadelphia, was selling for like a hundred and ten thousand, but the houses in that area are only going for eighty nine, but. Yeah, but he has a rental in in there that's paying a thousand a month. Is that worth it or no? Well, I don't know because I don't know if you're giving me the right answer on what you think the house is worth or not. And I'll about probably I, the seller knows more about the value than you do, and you're underestimating the value, which is normal. Yeah, I know because I looked it up on Zillow, and Zillow's saying the houses in that area are only worth like eighty nine thousand. Well, now I know you're wrong. Now I know it's more is more because if you're getting your value up as this estimate, you're under you're undervaluing every house you look like you look at. This estimate this is not going to give you the right value. He and this guy owns like 20 houses. He has his own uh-huh. construction business, so and? he's trying to get rid of a three or four houses. Well, and then he, I'd offer to buy all of them. Is me. Yep. Yeah, but the problem is, how would I do that? Would I go for a private lender? No. No. You do it with owner financing. And if he doesn't want to do owner financing, you're done anyway. No, no. He said no. Okay, well, then you're done. You see, you're spending all your wheels trying to make a deal where there ain't no deal. Because if he doesn't want to do owner financing, there ain't no deal. You can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Write that one down. And and he had two more houses, but he doesn't. I don't care. I don't care if he's got 110 if he doesn't want to sell them with owner financing. And That's then it. I and then I had another one. She was willing to do it. It was a condo in Center City in Philadelphia. It was selling for one million eight hundred thousand. Right, so I emailed, so I emailed her the property sheet because she didn't want to want to see me because of the virus. So she called her lawyer, and I thought this might have been a good one. And then she um, she she wanted to know what company I work for. So I told her I don't work for a company, but she wanted because her lawyer told me get the uh, number and the address of the company I work for. But I told her that I don't work for a company. Uh-huh. But I never heard back from, from her again. But I thought that might have been a good one. Well, I don't know. Was she willing to sell with owner financing? She was thinking about it, yes. Yeah, okay. You need to get trained, sir, because you don't understand the basics. And if you don't understand the basics, you're not going to get very far, and you kill your own deals with what comes out of your mouth which makes you normal, incidentally. 
Yeah, uh, I've been calling everybody. I've been going on Zillow. I I called a lot of people, but about 25 of them said they don't want owner finance. Well, that doesn't surprise me because it's the way you're asking because you haven't had training. Yes, you want to learn the business, you've got to put in the time to learn the business. I can tell you what Joel did. I'm Joel trying did. to learn. I got, I got the yeah. videos. I got yeah, the well, books. You don't I have the training. You've got the videos. You need to get the training. Do whatever you can to get the quick start school. In fact, I'm coming to New Jersey within the next, I don't know, a couple months, I think. No, in June, in June 14th. I'm going to that one, but I was going to Raleigh, but now it's going to be... Uh, All right, good. Well, then, if you are you signed up for it? Yes. Well, then you're eligible to come to the uh, virtual one starting Wednesday. Yes, I'm, not, I'm going to... It's going to be on video, right? On virtual. Yeah. Yes, I'm doing that. Okay. Well, then, why are you letting me chew you out for not coming to the boot camp? <laughs> I'm just trying to learn. I'm just trying to get past that first. All right. Thing. Well, let's let's get your training out of the way right now. It's right around the corner, and make sure you get some lead sheets in here for for uh, Joel and the guys can call, so we can maybe even get you a deal during the boot camp. Okay. Nice. All right. Okay. How many more have we got, Joel? Thank there's you. Four, there's four more. Okay. You Good take this one. Yep. Uh, Philip, Philip, are you on? Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Ron? Yeah, we both hear you. Yeah, it's, it's, okay, it's Phil from Cincinnati. I've got two questions for you. <clears throat> First of all, you used to always say that, you know, if the VA calls and they, they don't want to do terms to whack them because they're suspects, and now you're saying no, he still wants, he's still supposed to turn it over to me, and I'm supposed to do the no script. I'm not faulting you, but I just trying to understand, have I misunderstood this? You still want me to call all of them, even if they're no, or when do they get whacked? That, that's, the question, my first, that's my first question. Okay, that's a good question. First of all, if the VA says they are a no, that means you should call them and use the no script, because many of the no's are yeses. So nothing has okay. changed in that regard. Now, if there are yes, I used to say. I, I thought you used to say just, just okay. okay. You no, know, go ahead. That's fine. Keep going. Sorry. When there, if there are yes, and then you call them, and then there are no, then you go back to the no script. And when you get to the bottom of the no script, they're either in or they're out. And if they if they are still in, now you go back to the million dollar script, get the three questions answered. But okay. you'll so, find there's yeah. as many deals in the no's as there are the yeses because there's five times more of them. Okay. So basically every person who the, my VA calls, I should yes. call them even if they're a solid yes. deal. Okay. Okay. Yes. I just started. Okay. okay. Look at got the top it. of your okay, nose grip the... and, it clear, and it clearly says, uh, you know, we were called before and at that time yeah. you said you were not interested in terms, uh, taking a payment or, or let me make your payment. But uh, actually there's several reasons why some people – uh, to change your mind, and I can go over those with you. Uh, but uh, I can tell you right now, if you have to have all the money out of your house the day you sell, then I can't buy it. So do you want to hear about right. those benefits or not? Got it. Okay, and then the letter is the follow-up, right, the one that you talked about in the Mastery yeah. Phone course, right? Yeah. Fo- okay. Yeah. All right. Got hey, one Joel. other question, if you don't mind. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I've had houses, pretty houses that sometimes, well, sometimes whether they sit for two or three months or, or before I'm looking, well, I'm looking for a tenant buyer. And, and what happens is we live, we have some big companies like P&G here in Cincinnati, and I have a, a lot, a bunch of times I'll get a call, usually from a realtor, somebody from Procter & Gamble or something is coming in town for like two, three years. They only want to do a straight lease. But what I've found is if I do a straight lease as opposed to, I, you know, prefer the 20000 30000 down, but if I do a straight lease, I'll get, I can get a much higher rent, yeah. maybe $500 more than, are you, you okay with that? Because it ends I'm up amounting to this equivalent. I'm fine with that. Okay. If you're, if you're, okay. In fact, I'm fine with the longer you hold the house, the better, the better I'm going to like it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have any problem with that. You just give up that big old deposit up front, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. my, my thought is if I get an extra 500 over two or three years, that comes out to a decent you know, equivalent of the Take it. Then you'll be like Joel, and okay. a few years goes what? by, and the price doubles, and you wonder how you made all okay. this money, and your friends think you're all a genius. Well, and I'll, I'll just They'll add, I had that, a situation but... like that very recently when it's a, when it's a corporate yeah. relocation like I think you described. I usually just say, yeah. you know, we were really looking at doing a rent-to-own. We're really looking at selling it, but if somebody is not going to buy it and they're, they're definitely needing to lease it, uh, how would you feel about just paying the lease up front for the entire year? And I had mm -hmm. them say yes, and this was on a $4,500 a month house. I got the entire year up front. Yeah, but don't mm -hmm. forget to make the payments out of that now. <laughs> okay. I'd still rather have, yeah, I mean, you're going to make the payments, but I'd still rather have the money up front. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Joel, you'll Thank be you. interested in knowing that today I recorded mm -hmm. a nine-minute video, video sales letter, to send to sellers to explain to them all the benefits of how we can buy their house. And I'm going to... I'm going to um, play this thing on Wednesday in the afternoon when I'm doing the boot camp, but I'm also going to release it to the mentors and the people who attend the boot camp to beta test it for me. That's uh, fantastic. Yeah, Can you imagine a seller going through all of this, nine-minute video on all the benefits, and now calling, uh, we got a really qualified lead. I'm also yeah. Yeah. going to use it, let's say I'm getting ready to call a seller, uh, in fact, might just have somebody call them and ask them, listen, we got a nine-minute video on how we can buy your house and benefit, benefit, benefit. Would you like me to send it to you? And we send them mm. this video and let them watch it, and then we call them. Or better yet, have them mm. call us. Uh, anyway, wow. we're going to test it. See how it works. Great. All right. That, you done? That sounds fantastic. Thank, thank so, you, Ron. Uh, thank you. So three more here, uh, and I don't have a name. It just says wireless caller. You can probably hear me, but it's area code 929. Hey, hello? Yes. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Good. Okay, cool. So um, uh, I'm, in, um, uh, I'm in Long Island, basically, Long Island, mm -hmm. New York. And uh, now, say, for instance, uh, a house needs uh, light lipstick. You know, like maybe there's carpeting yeah. that could use hardwood right. floors. And um, uh, so should I, could I still afford to offer to pay full price or close to full price? Or should well, I try it, to negotiate it, it now? It goes exactly along the lines of what we've been talking about. You really have to know what the after repaired value is and what you can get it for so you can determine what you're willing to do. What are the rest of the facts? If you're asking me, 
that, and you're telling me the house needs several thousand dollars worth of work. Am I going to pay full price? The answer is no. Absolutely not. Why would I want to do that? Basically, you're not paying full price. You're paying full price plus in that case because it's not worth full price if it needs work like that. Okay, I have a second any, part to that. And any seller that's not flexible enough to give me a pretty good discount can keep their house. i got better things to do. Okay, can I, um, uh, can I, there's a second part to that, and it's that I know how to run comps on, on Zillow based on, mm -hmm. you know, sold comps. Okay. But because I've never done a deal, I'm, I'm a little afraid to trust my um, comps because these are high-priced homes that are like, you know, $500,000, $600,000. Yeah. Um, so I, I know you say sometimes that you would rather do the appraisal first. No, I didn't. You've you never no, heard me you say haven't. that. No, no, no way I'd do an appraisal I get a contract. Right. Well, okay. Right. So you wouldn't get an right. So you would do the appraisal after you're saying. Well, who would spend the money on an appraisal on a house they don't even have the contract on? Okay. Great. So, so if I have the contract now, here I yeah. am paying five hundred. Here in New York, it's probably five hundred, six hundred dollars for an appraisal. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um. Uh, and well, and, and uh, honestly, I think you you're just as well off. You just get a good agent to give you a. a you ask an agent, if I put this house on the market, what would you list it at? Let them do the work. I see. All right. Well, Unless that's great. Something Thank particularly you unique about it, exactly. Yeah. I, but, honestly, uh, out of all the different metrics that we're looking at, the price is the one I'm least concerned about. If me I too. Yeah. Unless it's for full top retail price. Correct. All right. Let's get okay, these great. other Thank two. You. Thank you, sir, from Long Island. Let's go to uh, area code 678. Yeah, Joel, this question is uh, for you. All right, uh, ears. <laughs> you said that uh, uh, when you get hear no from the seller, you do the follow-up. So how often do you follow up, and what is your follow-up script? Yeah, I mean, it, it totally depends on what we spoke about and how much I enjoyed the conversation. It's not going to be a long call, but I set them in a queue. Um, basically, I have a file system that's numbered 1 through 30, and if I call them on the 16th, they go into file number 16 for the next month, and I just call them on that day. In fact, it's not even me. I have Trang do that. She's the better half. She's probably on the line somewhere. But oh. she'll call them and follow up and just say, hey, you know, you spoke to, to Joel. He's still interested in buying the house. Are you still selling it? Mm -hmm. And if, if the person's on the line and they want to talk, I'll jump on the phone. But there I follow up monthly. There should be a follow-up system monthly. I, I would, I, Ron, I don't know if you've tracked this. I've tracked it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little more than 50% of my deals happen after they've already told me no and in the follow-up. I haven't tracked it, but I can believe that's true. Time that's and circumstances changes that, all sellers' minds. Events happen, things happen. Like, look at the whole coronavirus thing. There's people who were probably smart enough to you on the phone, and now maybe they lost their job, and they're trying to figure out how they're going to make their payment. I'd be calling those people back. And they're home. They answer the phone. That's right. Yeah. And a question for Ron. Ron, you always say that practice it. Practice the call, uh, script and practice the conversation, talking to the seller. So... Since I have never done any deal and never talked to the seller before, what kind of objections can I practice then? Because I don't know how, what, how, how and what they ask. Uh, you mean you, what you're asking me is how do you answer objections? Yeah. Okay, well, I or think what kind we of have like those posted on our Gold Club site. 
Oh, we have objects. I'm the I'm new member, but I haven't gone through the whole because it's so much of information there. Well, you probably never will. <laughs> you probably will not live that long. Because <laughs> so, we add it, we add it almost every day. Uh, but it's under um, resources, and uh, if it's not there, you ought to order the Mastering the Phone course. I mean, we gave that thing away at the summit for two hundred ninety-seven bucks, and that's two days on this subject. So, um, is it part of the? Uh, it's part of the boot camp. Uh, that's for sure. Okay. And it's part of the terms course, I think. But I think it's. I think that. I think your objections and your twelve mistakes are posted on the Go Club. Okay. You know, I didn't see the search option on the uh, Gold Club. Is there any search option? Yes. Top of the page. Oh. Okay. I think I missed it then. I need glasses. <laughs> All right. Last question All right. Thank tonight. you so much, Ron and Joel. You're welcome. Yep, thank Who's you that? very much. Last question comes from, oh, it's 954. Good evening. Uh, this is Ted from Texas. Hey, Ted. Hey, Ted. Good evening. Uh, it, it, it's really a, a, a very simple question. I was at the uh, summit, the virtual summit, and I purchased the uh, scripts. Mm-hmm. And um, I do not know how to access them. I, I was waiting for an email or a package. Uh, you, with, have you got the information on how to get on the summit? How to get on the summit? Yeah. Said you got the virtual summit. That means you got to get on it. No, no, no. no, no. What I meant, what I meant was, I bought the the script at, uh, during the virtual summit. You bought what script? Are you talking about mastering the phone? Yes, sir. And you haven't gotten mastering the phone. No, sir. Okay. Would you call the office tomorrow and find out? Well, actually, uh, yeah, call the office because we're all working at home, but they're answering the phone. Find out why you haven't gotten them. You should have got it by now. That's what I thought. I thought I should yeah. get something, either a package or or the um, uh, online access or something. But I haven't gotten anything. Did, did you get the online access to this to the uh, boot camp coming up Wednesday? Yes, sir. I'm I'm, I'm going to be there. Okay. I, well, that's good because don't worry about it. Well, the scripts are actually in your boot camp manual. You're about to get anyway. Oh, but okay. still, we All need right. to find out what happened to your package. Yes, sir. I would just like to know that. And okay. then the last question would be for Joel. Yes, sir. Is he, is he there? Yes, I am. Okay, you started out the evening by, by saying that you were um, you spent a lot of time uh, brown-nosing. I was just wondering if you know the difference between uh, kissing ass and brown-nosing. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I do both. Depth, per- depth perception. <laughs> well, I got an awfully big nose, so that makes an awfully big difference. I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> yes, sir, absolutely. Okay. Joel, you never, we Thanks never did tell him what you do for a living. You guys yeah. better get to know this guy because he might save your life one day. Well, we're, what, what we're looking to do is we're, we're looking to help people get health care really where, where they are, which is at home not have to go to a cold, dank hospital or always go to the physician to receive care. And that's mm-hmm. getting a lot of traction. And interestingly, I never would have been able to, to get where, where I am with that particular company if it hadn't been for people like Ron and, and, and his friend Jay Connor uh, and all the techniques that I've learned to, to raise money. Uh, we, do, we take those same techniques out onto Wall Street just about every single day. 
and we've got uh, financing over the last couple of years and we're doing a Series B financing now that'll probably be around $400 million. And it's the exact same techniques that Ron teaches uh, with just a little bit of nuance for institutions. And you guys got him on the phone tonight. You thought he was just some real estate investor smuck, didn't you? Huh? Yes, we did. <laughs> All right. They got half of it right. The smuck part is accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Joel, in case you don't know, we're only about 35 minutes over right now. So um, thanks, all of you, for joining in tonight. We enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I know Joel enjoyed it, and I probably ought to do it more often. So we'll see you on next month's call. And for those of you Quick Start graduates, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And hopefully I'll see you on the screen there Wednesday morning when we all get on there because we got, uh, gosh, I don't know, somewhere between two and 300 people registered for the boot camp, so we'll have a, we'll have a good time then as well. So, thank Joel, you, thank you. You did a great job. I appreciate your contribution here. So thank everybody else for listening, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Take care, folks.